All right, here we are again, Oliver. Two guys, one spirit. What a blessed Friday morning it is. Yes, it is. Thank you, John, for your yes in being here. And thank you to you all for your yes to joining us as well. Um, yeah, thank God that he's given, an, given us another day to glorify him in our lives. Amen. Amen. So what's, what's the Holy Spirit moving us to talk about today? Well, I think uh, the past couple of days I've kind of been thinking about how you now have a spiritual director and for some time you have had one. So I was kind of curious how walking with someone such as your spiritual director, how that has impacted your, your journey and your relationship with Jesus? How has that um, been? I guess maybe like what insights or what were your expectations? Um, what are you getting out of it right now? Um, yeah, I mean, we could start there. All right, sounds good. Praise God. Yeah, I mean, um, just as a, as a recap, Real quick, real quick recap in case anyone uh, didn't hear from a previous episode. What uh, what Oliver's referring to is, um, you know, um, the Lord had used Oliver to share with me that I should participate in the spiritual exercises of Saint Ignatius of Loyola. That was back in 2019 uh, when I first did that, and. And in that class, um, Father Broom advises us that we should, we should have a spiritual director. And, and that kind of just stuck with me, like the Lord placed that in my heart. And um, just feeling like, feeling like, like I had this zeal, right, for, for the Lord. And my heart was on fire. And I just didn't want that to ever go away. And I just felt like, Felt like having, if the Lord would, you know, bless me with a spiritual director, that that would kind of just help me stay on the on the narrow path, so to speak. Right? Feel free to interrupt me at any time. Too, yeah, I will. I'll just ramble on here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So I, you know, um, it just was kind of funny how it it worked out because I actually for like three years i didn't have a spiritual director but it just this was something that just remained in my heart i wanted one and yeah, i kind of i kind of remembered jumping on you about that and saying this kind of early on in your journey like yeah john i don't think you need a spiritual director right now i mean it's just about like you and god like talk to god and he will reveal things to you but then also at the same time um i was thinking like wait, why, like, what's the purpose? Like, why does he want one so bad? And, um, yeah, that's just what I was thinking. Yeah, I just, I just felt like for me, it would be something that would help me stay on the narrow, narrow path. And, um, it's just, yeah, you know, sometimes we get, we just receive grace from the Lord and we don't know exactly why, right? Like things are put into our heart. 
and and then you know we just we just have to uh to trust that 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 is that is from him and and in his time he will reveal you know his reasons right so yeah so for anyway, three years you went without one and then yeah you met some people <laughs> yeah we have some uh we have some we have a friend right um yeah some whom I, another you know person i met through you um you know god just always using your family in a powerful way and in, in our lives and so we're so appreciative of that you know praise be to god and and um yeah met met this couple through through you and they have a very special relationship with the lord and i won't get into the details of that that's their story to tell but um they uh all of a sudden out of the blue i got i got hit up asking if i had a spiritual director and i was like no but i've been wanting one <laughs> and so um anyway uh, like i said that was a quick recap and and so i think now how many times have you guys started, met yeah we hooked up let's see we started I want to say we started in, oh yeah, I started seeing him in October of last year. So one, two, man, we didn't see each other in December because of like Christmas and stuff, January, February, March. So we've seen each other at least, at least, uh, at least six or seven times now. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's been pretty. It's been um, pretty much monthly. Like that's kind of been the goal. And um, and he gave me an option, you know, because like he was telling me that some of his, like some of his, uh, you know, pe the people that, are, that he's walking with, you know, they kind of like prefer to have like a set schedule on when to get together. And so he was kind of like leaving that to me. And I just was feeling moved like, knowing that I was in this respiratory therapy program that I would just kind of leave it put in God's hands and, and not try to like have a set schedule, so to speak, more just be open to whenever the spirit moves me that I need, I need to reach out to him and, and just have that trust that, that if it's God's will for us to get together, he'll make the way. And, um, so, um, anyway, my spiritual director, should I say his name? You feel like I should say his name? No, not really. I mean, okay. What? Okay. Well, anyway, he's a he's a parochial vicar currently at uh, Holy Family in uh, Orange, Orange, right? right? Yes, Orange. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's a very uh, he's just been a gift, man. He's just been a gift. Um, he's someone that. Um, you know, I, when I first had my first meeting with him, I just felt like, you know, I should kind of, I felt moved to like, just kind of share, um, about my, my journey, my conversion. And, um, you know, for the most part, like how it works is, you know, I get there, get into his office you know, we start out in prayer and then, and then we just talk, 
we just talk like is it you talking like, more or is it him asking you questions or yeah, it's well i mean you know it's probably that probably you know I'll, i i can't only speak on mine right like my experiences with my spiritual director but for in our um our relationship it's mostly me talking and he's just like listening intently and will interject however you know the holy spirit moves him to but um you know i'll ask him questions every now and then just what based on like kind of what we're talking about um but you know he's you know just in the few times that we have gotten together i feel like by the grace of god like we we have a pretty good relationship already in that like I mean, just the the conversations are very smooth. Like I, I don't feel like they're ever awkward in any way. What are uh, um, what are some of the questions that either he asks you or you ask him, and what are the responses that are given? Oh man, yeah, that's. Um, let's see if I can even recall anything right now. Um, yeah, that's a that's a great question. It's I'm I'm mostly for okay. I was trying to like recall, like did I ever go in with any set questions in my mind that I I wanted to ask him, and I I can't recall one time that I did have like a set question in my mind, and it was about 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 sin and being like complicit in that and and what i was referring to was i was like had something that was kind of bothering me at the moment in that um it was probably like the second or third meeting that we had but like there's times when for for the for the audience that doesn't know my wife is a registered nurse she works graveyard shifts two hospitals she's working a minimum of um four shifts a week minimum so um and you know being that these are 12 hour shifts it's it's a lot it's a lot and and so um there's there are times when when like if she doesn't feel like going to work, you know, because of whatever reason, fatigue or just wanting to spend time with family, whatever the case may be, like she may like call in sick and, and like she may not, she might not actually be sick. Right. So I don't know if you want to be sharing that right now. Well, no, I, you know, we got to go specific here because this was, this is a while back, you know, this is, you know, um, I don't think that's, I think that's very, I think that's natural. Like, you know, God will reward us for our openness. Um, well, I think, and I think we have like sick time accrued. Yeah. So that I mean, can it's be just, used. you know, but I'm sharing my, like, you know, like I had, you asked me a question and I went, okay. Like when was the last time I had like a question in my mind going into my meeting with, uh, my spiritual director like and that was like that was the question that i had because i was i didn't want to be like complicit in in like i guess 
not like should i be like hey um you're not really sick though so you probably shouldn't do that you know what i mean like right. but at the same time like i i gotta show love to my wife like if this is how she feels that she wants to spend time with the family like you know so i was just like choosing to be still in those moments like i was just like okay I'm not going to say anything like, you know, we all have free will. Like, the Lord loves us. And so, you know, um, no matter what we do, that love for us doesn't change. And so I'm going to just be still and I'm not saying anything in these situations. Cause it was one of these things where like, it was like a stretch where it felt like, again, this was like, this is not recent. This was like, like I said, it was like, like either my second or third meeting with my spiritual director. So anyway, um, I started explaining this to him and like, I was just like, I'm like, am I, am I being like complicit in this? Am I, you know, is this, am I like, what, like, I don't want this to be something that I am like offending the Lord. You know, I, I just, I don't want to be it's, uh, something that's a stain on your soul. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want that. And so, you know, um, praise God. I mean, I, I, you know, he really used him. God used the my spiritual director to kind of help me feel peace about it because, um, you know, I couldn't sit here and tell you word for word, like what his response was. Cause it's one of those things where it's just, you know, we're both in the spirit. And so whatever comes out of our mouth, it's just like, you know, you can't, it's hard to remember these things, but, but he just, um, basically gave me a lot of peace in that, um, you know, he kind of like the way he talked about it was he gave me, um, a, a different perspective that I wasn't viewing it from. And, um, it was kind of like in the context of almost similar to what you just brought up about sick time and, but just, but more so like, um, like just like that God, God knows like, like what she's doing, like how hard she's working. And, and it was just, it was just, you know, he was very understanding and empathetic of, of the, uh, you know, the circumstances. And so, you know, I just was like feeling a lot of peace after that conversation because at that point I, I felt like the Lord was affirming me in, in my approach with it. Cause I just felt like if I spoke up against my wife in, 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 in those circumstances that I was going to cause, um, you know, some like unnecessary dissension, so to speak. Right. Like I just, I wasn't trying to have like an argument about something that maybe God doesn't want us to have an argument about, right? It's just kind of anyway. If that makes any of that makes help, any of that made sense. But that was that's kind of like an example. Um, so were you, know, you complicit in that situation? No, he was he was actually like affirming the way my approach in it that because I was kind of like sharing with him the way I was discerning it that that 
and this is again this is like what's so awesome about having a spiritual director is like you know he kind of a spiritual director can help us like to um understand like discernment and better and like if we're doing it properly you know like because he's looking at it from a different i mean you know obviously it's the holy spirit working but like he's i mean he's a servant of the lord like this is what he like he's a priest so he's got a special sacrament right that that he's received from god to to be to have this special relationship with the holy spirit to help me to kind of see things maybe in a way that I'm, I I didn't ever really see before. So um, it was just him, mostly it was him affirming my discernment in not like speaking, you know, up against her regarding it. And, um, and just, it, I was very grateful because it was just something that was kind of like, like I wouldn't have got, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't have, um, like God gives us what we need. And for me, had I not had this spiritual director to like be able to have this conversation with, like who knows, maybe even now still today, I would still be like feeling uncomfortable about when she feels moved to, to call out or something like that. Right. I mean, she hasn't, she hasn't, can't really even recall right now the last time she did but um you know he was very it was very uh, he was very understanding and i just felt a lot of god's love in that conversation because you know it was i felt like he, he was he was coming to bat for my wife you know and and that's that's that was great because that's i i just wanted to i just felt like he was showing a lot of love um, in that, anyway, you got any other questions about that specific <laughs> yeah, well, situation? So how have you seen, uh, like, have you seen any growth in the, uh, couple of meetings that you've had with him? Like, have you, um, I don't know. I feel, I feel like he's, um, like the growth for you me that stands out the most is, um, just well first of all like I, I i appreciate that god has um given me the spiritual director because now um i i pretty much um use him as my confessor like i don't i don't like every time i see him i have con i receive the sacrament of reconciliation that's 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 pretty nice know, basically like done deal right like that always happens and um and it's always usually at the end when we do it but um that's a big deal to be able to have that um but also just i i um i appreciate like the friendship like to have a relationship with a man like that um that is in my eyes, by the grace of God, a man that truly loves Jesus, like I, you feel it, man, when you're talking to him, he's just, he just loves the Lord and he, and I, I, I love it. I love, so if, if anything, God helps me to love him more because to love, to love who more to yeah. love Christ, oh, okay. to love Christ God more helps because you to I love Christ more. Okay. 
because I can see his love. Like I see how God moves in my spiritual director and how the Lord, you know, uh, that love that, that he, that my spiritual director has for Christ. Like, it's just something that like, almost like, I, I, I don't know how to explain it other than that. It, like rubs, it rubs off on, on me too. Um, he's just like, he, you can, he, it's totally genuine. Like, and he's filled with, he's filled with the Holy spirit. He's, he's very, he's very joyful. I don't ever, I've never gone, like I've never had a meeting with him and felt like he was like disturbed or in any, in any way or like not at peace. Like he's just a great example uh, um, that God has given me to, to kind of just be a witness um, of how uh, we should be disciples of the Lord and, and how to, you know, follow Christ. So, so with, with it, these, uh, sorry to interrupt you with these uh, qualities, um, characteristics that you see in him and how God is using him to model Jesus to you. Do you, I mean, obviously with, based off of what you just said, there's a lot of good characteristics about him. Does that help you to try to be that way for people that you encounter? Have you thought about that? I mean, I think in general, um, at least for me in the way that the way that the Lord has recreated me, so to speak, and, and the way that the Lord has, um, you know, there's that scripture St. Paul says, right. That, that, um, like that, that we are, obviously this is non verbatim. Um, we should, to, we should try to find it, it. Let's try to find it. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> it's, it's the one about, Oh, here, let me, let me see. I, I can probably find it real quick here on the, on the Bible app, but it's the one about, you know, having Christ being dead and, and then Christ living in you. Let's, let's try to find that here. Yeah. I think when we, uh, try to reference uh, scripture instead of, um, just doing that, doing, this oh well i think it says this here we go i, <laughs> I think we it. should uh, go straight to the source and try to find it uh, i agree 100 <laughs> percent. so here we go okay um, where is it galatians 2 verse 20. i'm gonna use the rsv version to to read this one because I, I like the way it sounds on rsv better even though it's anyway that's, I'm just going to use this version. So it says, Galatians 2, verse 20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians two twenty, and so you use that in your interactions with other people. How does that yeah. tie into that? Yeah, one hundred percent. Because I know that Christ loves us all, right? And so, you know, 
if I die of myself, then I'm more inclined to treat my neighbor as Christ would treat my neighbor. And that's with nothing but unconditional love, like total love and total selfless. Like God is not selfish, right? So he's love. And um, that's, that's the way I try to live my life when I'm dealing with others. And, and so um, this is a special grace that God has put in my heart to desire that. And um, I feel that with my spiritual director, I feel that, that he, that it is, that it is Christ living through him. And so, um, yeah, it's just a blessing, a blessing to be able to have someone in your life now that truly loves Jesus has given his life to Jesus and and to have to be able to meet with him on a on a one-to-one basis and and build a intimate relationship with someone like that 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 has given his life to Christ he's given his life to Jesus and he's not just like he's not talk he's not he 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 he's doing it because he is a priest right and and uh, the Lord has asked asked him to, you know, shepherd a flock, right? And so, um, it's just it's just a blessing because he's he's definitely someone that helps me to to um, desire that even more for myself that that I die of myself and that and that Christ always um, be present in my heart and and that I willingly choose to uh, treat others as as Christ desires that I treat them because um, again if we really take that to heart Galatians 2:20 I mean it's really it really should be Jesus that is that people feel right like when we when I interact with someone it is a desire in my heart that they feel Christ because through that hearts soften, and it glorifies God. Yeah, so I guess uh, one of the reasons why I was wanting to uh, talk about this today, I guess uh, lately it's kind of been on my mind, like just walking with people and how there's a lot of people out there who don't have anybody to walk with them and help them um, help them on their journey and to get closer to Jesus, right? And then I was reminded of... Uh, this passage in Acts, uh, it's with Philip and the Ethiopian. I know, maybe I'll just read some of this stuff, but it's in Acts chapter 8, uh, starting at verse 26. Then the angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, Get up and head south on the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza, the desert route. So he got up and set out. Now there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of the Candace, that is, the queen of the Ethiopians, in charge of her entire treasury, who had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning home. Seated in his chariot, he was reading the prophet Isaiah. The spirit said to Philip, Go and join up with that chariot. Philip ran up 
and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and said, Do you understand what you are reading? He replied, How can I unless someone instructs me? So he invited Philip to get in and sit with him. So, spiritual director, God sending a spiritual director to you to help you understand God a lot better through Jesus. And I guess this kind of just affirms that, you know, God knows that we cannot do this by himself, that we cannot do this by ourselves. And so he tries to send people to us uh, to help us get closer to him. But oftentimes, um, because of our uh, closed minds, hardened hearts, we reject the invitation. And something that just pulled at me right now was how the uh, eunuch was like, open saying how can i unless someone instructs me so he invited philip to get in and sit with him so again like the invitation like god sends us an invitation (laughs) through people like here come with come let's go learn about this jesus and it's our free will to either accept the invitation or reject the invitation and i think again most people maybe unknowingly when they reject that invitation they don't link it to rejecting god but more just like oh well there's oliver he wants to talk to me about god i'm just going to ignore him and and to be fair maybe my delivery isn't um what isn't appealing to some people and i know (laughs) that's uh something that i need to work on but at the same time how can i work on it if i'm not practicing it with the people that i meet and so let's say like i'll have an interaction with someone and then it just starts to get heated or starts to go some other some other way i think later on the day later on in the day i'll kind of reflect on it and be like okay well how can i be more loving in that exchange i was not jesus but the message was there but my delivery was it was very poor And then I think I heard somewhere recently that people receive the message based on how well it's delivered. And it helps, uh, you know, the delivery kind of helps soften their hearts. So I guess that's just some things that I've kind of been learning by doing. Because I could read all this stuff and I could read the Bible, read just read scripture back and forth but if i'm not actually going out there and applying it then what am i what am i doing and again because i don't really know what this looks like like talking to people about god i don't have an example that i could really like relate with i'm kind of out here just relying on the holy spirit to just lead me and then more importantly kind of be open and just learn from the different interactions because i don't want to be i don't want to continue to be that person that just i'm not in a way meeting the people where they're at and i'm just kind of shoving like i'm a i'm a hose attached to a fire hydrant and i'm just like blasting them with all this info and 
they're not receiving it. And it's like, right. <laughs> I think at some point I'm just like, I, I think in my head, oh man, I got to stop. They're not receiving this. And then, and then that, that just happens. But again, just I'm okay because it's, it's a work in progress. Like it's taking that next step. It's putting myself in that uncomfortable situation to talk about Jesus and and what he's been doing in my life and what God has been revealing to me. It's, it's taking the first steps. And again, it may look ugly, but again, I got to try and I just got to say yes. And yes to like, God use me, <laughs> like use my mouth, use my actions, use everything that you want of me to communicate this message that you have for that person. And then more importantly, help that person feel your love for them, like through me, which is something that I never thought that I would ever think before. Right. But God, he wants his kingdom here on earth. And he, I'm definitely not qualified to do this stuff, <laughs> but again, we know that he his qualification is enough for us. And so we just need to say yes, right? Amen. As you were uh, sharing, I had this scripture pop in my head and I looked it up so I can just read it. So, so while, while I was talking, you were reading? <laughs> no, no, no. When, <laughs> when you said what you shared, it, a scripture popped in my mind that I feel it was the Holy Spirit wanted me to share. Uh, that was related to what you were talking about. And it's Matthew 7, verse 6, which says, Do not give what is holy to dogs, or throw your pearls before swine, lest they trample them underfoot, and turn and tear you to pieces. So... Um, yeah, I can relate to everything you're talking about. I mean, um, like you said, the fire hydrant analogy is a good one. Um, I, it's like when we have this fire for the Lord, right? We want to just give them like, like we want them to feel what we feel. We want them to have that zeal for the Lord and love them, love the Lord as we, you know, as we love the Lord and, and uh, yeah, God is like through that verse, God is like, that's been a verse that has definitely stuck with me, which is probably why um, it I was moved um, when I was listening to you because it was just like, I was just reminded of like all the different uncomfortable positions that I've, I've put either myself or other people in because, because I wasn't being more prudent or gentle, um, you know, like you were kind of sharing about not meeting them where they're at and, and loving them as God, God loves them. And, and so that's, yeah, that's kind of a scripture, a verse that just state that like I always keep with me, um, so that I'm not like trying to like shove the word down somebody's throat <laughs> or, or, um, try to, you know, force God on somebody, you know, and, 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 and praise God. Cause you know, in this respiratory therapy program, he's, he's, he's given me a lot of, a lot of practice in, in just kind of being still and cause I'm surrounded by like a lot of people that are, let's say 
maybe not on fire for the Lord. And so, um, you know, I think what speaks from what I've seen in my experience being in this program, like actions speak loud. And, um, and so what I've kind of noticed is like hearts are softening towards God because, um, I, I accepted the grace that the Lord was asking me, asking to give me, like he wanted to give me this grace to be patient. And he utilized my wife to help me grow in patience. And, and so, um, you know, I carry that with me and I'm just constantly just trying to keep in my mind by the grace of God to be patient with people and to just, Hey, like they, they are, they are where they are. And, um, if you try to open that fire hydrant up, they're not receiving it. <laughs> they're not going to receive it. But in, it's, cra- it's pretty crazy though, how they kind of just sit there and they listen and then like, we'll just be talking and then they're just taking it. And then I wonder if they're thinking, Oh man, how do I get out of this? <laughs> this guy just keeps on talking. I gotta leave, oh, but yeah, I don't so want to. But I don't want to be rude. I gotta. Oh man, what's my way out? Yeah. See, so like, if we're if we're if our mentality is in that position, we've already created an awkward situation, right? So they're not gonna feel God's love through that. It's gonna be like forced, and it's gonna be like uncomfortable. So, yeah, I just by the grace of God, I I try and I try to you know just more so like less words more action like hey how does someone experience god by feeling someone loving them unconditionally being selfless doing you know so i'll do things that people don't ask me ask me for and and then they just try to thank me and i give the glory to god so it's like you know it's like oh no now i know they got i got another scripture that just popped in my head so like Know, based on um, what kind of going while, while you look that up yeah uh, just reflecting on bringing this back to a spiritual director i guess there's been kind of a lot of growth i guess in uh yourself and in, in realizing the the fire hydrant in you and kind of just um allowing God to show you that maybe that's not the way to be doing it. Right. Right. And then also too, um, what I had in mind or what came to mind was, I think more now God is having me listen and just let people just talk and just trying to be patient with that. Cause then like my, uh, experience with a spiritual director i don't have one right now or i kind of do but i have not reached out to him he's not reached out to me Uh, he was he listened and then he just asked questions that made me reflect and so i what i try to do when talking to people now and again i'm still working on it is i just try to let them talk let them empty themselves and then i think they'll get to the point where they're like Oh man, I, I just said a lot right now. I wonder what uh, what's going on. Maybe I should stop talking. 
but it's but it's like i'm i'm okay i'm okay with that because you know maybe that person doesn't have anyone in their life that will sit there and listen exactly and then if i and, could, and also yeah go ahead sorry i don't, no, don't mean to cut you off um but also when that person does that and you and because you're showing that person god's love you're sitting there you're listening to them right whether i'm like, interested i mean i'm kind of interested but um yeah I'm, but what i was gonna say was like it's like a big spotlight on them if they don't allow you any kind of time to share or talk to, right? But I don't need to point that out to them, right? I mean, no, no, no. You realization. Don't put, you, yeah, they come to that realization on their own. They're like, oh, like I just talked for the last like whatever, ten minutes or whatever, whatever it is, right? And they're just kind of like, and this person hasn't said a, a <laughs> word. Like he's just nodding his head, like totally listening to me. And that and that's like, totally opposite to what we were doing at the very beginning being that fire address (laughs) yes and that's what god is like help like revealed to me and here's that scripture before we yes you know we gotta end yeah we gotta wrap this up soon matthew 5 16 says just so your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly father so you know just by even listening you're being a light because they don't have people like in their lives that are willing to just sit there and listen and not like we're so busy we're so occupied with ourselves like everybody wants to talk about about themselves like that's just the way that this world works and so just by being willing to accept that grace to show that love to be able to to want to sit there and listen to this person talk and let them talk and like you said empty that empty themselves like that makes us automatically as Christians that are willing to sit there unique and different from what they normally experience in the world. Yeah, I just want to share something quick. So I was at this uh, family gathering and I was listening to one of my uncles who was kind of a uh, kind of out there, and he's—I mean—he's like a not like a direct uncle, but he's still an uncle, and my another uncle aunt and my wife were kind of watching me interact with this guy and people know that if you get into a conversation with him like he's kind of he thinks differently and it's not a he it's more secular thinking and so when he's talking to me like i'm just thinking like okay well i'll listen he he has something to say i don't i don't know what he's talking about but let's just go with it and then i'm kind of asking him questions to have him repeat to me what he said to clarify certain things. And then my aunt and uncle and my wife are kind of off to the side and they're looking at me. And my wife tells me later, yeah, you know, they were looking at you like, man, and this is not to boast about myself, right? This is what God is doing through me at that moment. Because if it was me not being Jesus-like, I would be like, I don't, I'm done. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to hear anything you have to say. Um, there's other people I, or maybe I want to go eat. I don't want to be spending time with you right now. Like if that was me, that's what I would be thinking. But they were noticing like, Oh man, look, Oliver's such a saint. Like he's listening to this crazy person just talking. Look, he's even like gauging him, like leaning in forward, like turning his head to try to better listen. And then, Again, I think I think with my aunt and uncle telling my wife that, and then my wife telling me that, I think that was God telling me that 
like you know focus like on listening to people yes and then so now i think when i when i see this uncle again and i don't think i've seen him but I, I, then i could turn our because i've already developed that relationship and we have that relationship that i'll listen to whatever you have to tell me and then kind of now uh the next time we talk work in kind of like god or have god um um, be brought up in a conversation and see where he takes it. But so one of the things, two of the things that he used to tell me or in that conversation, he was like, yeah, have you ever thought of, uh, you know, just taking off your socks and your shoes and just walking around, uh, uh, barefoot. It's called like earthing or grounding. And it's a good way for you as a human to, to, um, get rid of this energy that you have in you like this negative stuff and just have the the earth kind of just fill your body. And then another thing he told me was like, yeah, you know, at night you probably shouldn't be sleeping next to your cell phone. Maybe put your cell phone in a shoebox in which you wrap foil in. So that way the radiation doesn't get to you while you're sleeping. And then maybe don't put it near your head, but put it somewhere else. And then I thought, man, I keep my phone in my pocket. That's probably not going to be good for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but those are the kind of things that he talks about and to some people that's gonna you know he's gonna seem crazy but i could kind of see how god is working in him but he doesn't recognize that it's god but he wants to attribute it to something else and then the more exactly. when people try to listen to him they're gonna cast him off as crazy but i don't know i just see um that he's just reaching like for help like and he wants someone to to listen to or listen to him and i'm like all right i'll listen to you and he's older than me like he's probably like in his 50s or 60s and single and that reminds me of another story that i'm gonna have to tell you another time but you, you're gonna have don't you know if 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 you bring it up next time um well how would i need to bring it up say oh say <laughs> say hey tell me that story about uncle bill and then um uncle bill i'll remember Uncle okay. Bill, and then we'll, and then I'll remember. <laughs> okay, so I guess uh, in wrapping this up, um, yeah, you know, if uh, God ever puts somebody in your life and um, they want to talk Jesus about you, maybe that would be a good time, a good opportunity for you, a listener out there, or for even us, for me as well, to set aside what I want in the moment and be like, all right. Let's see if I can hear God in this person and then go from there. And, you know, who knows, you know, maybe that conversation that you have with that person or maybe you just being an ear to that person, maybe in some way they they see Jesus in you when you didn't even think that Jesus was in you, right? With that, Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening.